This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Whether you need a portfolio to showcase your work, I do. store to sell your product, I do. What's your product? Oh, my product uh, this week. My product is <laughs> I'm getting into the artisan furniture business. I have built a credenza, just one. And I would like you guys to know that he is absolutely <laughs> making this up. What? There's no credenza in here. It's a subtle credenza. It's, it's very small. Do you have a dollhouse that you've built this for? Yes, but if you go to subtlecredenza.com, my Squarespace <laughs> site, you can see all every credenza that I've ever made because that site doesn't exist and I've never made a credenza, but... But Squarespace gave you everything you needed to, at least in your mind, Uh make this website, (laughs) subtlecredenza.com, including a free domain. And I completely squandered uh, all of Squarespace's gifts, but you won't. You will make a beautiful website. It'll take you no time at all. And you'll get 10% off your first purchase by going to squarespace.com and using the offer code SPILLED at checkout. I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. Today, we are talking about radicchio. I knew you were going to pull out the Italian accent. Radicchio! Would you like some spaghetti and the meatballs? Oh, it's a spicy meatball. (laughs) Mario, is that you? (laughs) Would you care to challenge me in some sort of cart race? Shall we talk about the, the different types of the radicchio? We probably had listeners in Italy. Treviso radicchio. Radicchio. <laughs> well, you don't want to go down memory lane first? Oh, sorry. Whoops, no, I no, forgot. it's okay. I forgot. Wait, wait, hold on. We have to tell our listeners about our live show. Okay. You don't think they already know about this? No. no let's tell no. them. Uh, it's in uh, Portland, Oregon, um, a on- city near... Literally near to our hearts. Yeah, yeah. But um, like three hours down the old turnpike. Three hours away from our hearts. And uh, we are doing a show at the Fun House Lounge, uh, a comedy place mm-hmm. um, in southeast Portland, right near the original Pock Pock, which would be a great place to eat before or after. Probably cool. before, because the show's at 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. It's going to be on May 18th. That's a Thursday. And tickets are available now at bit.ly slash milkpdx. Hopefully there are some left by the time you hear this. Matthew, did you have a phone call story to tell me? It's not really a story. It's just I thought it was amusing that uh, yesterday, I think, um, 
Uh, We've talked on the show before about how uh, off mic, Molly and I are very awkward together. Yeah, it's Um, so awkward. And uh, yesterday, Molly called to ask if I could babysit for her child. And uh, and I said something like, so how's your week going? And Molly and Molly (laughs) said, like, all right, you know, getting getting some stuff done around here, you know. (laughs) <laughs> it was like if if you it, it, I'm so glad neither of us was recording that call as far as I know because like if you heard that and uh, and we're told these people host a comedy show you'd be, be like and they are at the bottom of the of the iTunes charts. Um in in my defense I was at the restaurant when I called you and I was like doing a, a whole bunch of like really borderline stressful definitely annoying little restaurant tasks. But also in your defense, you were on the phone with me. Yeah. And <laughs> and when I'm on the phone with you, I'm like, uh, uh. you could be like, who's a great conversationalist? Matthew. No, <laughs> that's not what I meant. Oh, who's Ira Glass. Mm-hmm. You could have been Ira Glass calling me. Terry Gross. Terry Gross. If, if Terry Gross had called me uh, for uh, to ask for about babysitting, First of all, I would have said sure, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and then it would have gotten really quiet, <laughs> like that. Cool. Um, so uh, radicchio, radicchio. So um, I remember my dad buying radicchio. I think on the endive episode, I talked about how he was always buying endive, and he would do stuff <laughs> I think like you did talk about like, that. Make like a like a shrimp salad and like scoop it up with endive leaves. Is it possible that you used the phrase "my dad was an endive man"? I th- I think an endive guy. An endive guy. That sounds really familiar, and yeah. I and I love it. <laughs> so I think of radicchio and endive sort of in in the same breath. So I I think I was introduced to radicchio probably in the 80s, which is I, I think when 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 America was introduced to it, well, I think. Well, it was like when America got into Italian food that was not just red sauce. Stuff. Right. And and I think of radicchio as like, I don't know, it came, it, it rode that wave. It rode that wave. Yeah. yeah, that was also when surfing started to get big. <laughs> I think I don't know. I guess there were like surf movies in the sixties. Yeah, like yeah, Gidget, Frankie and Annette, maybe. Yeah. Have you ever seen the movie Back to the Beach no. with Frankie and Annette? It's great. It's Pee Wee Herman is in it. Really? Yeah. Wow. No. Um, it's it's a genuinely a funny movie that I recommend. Cool. Back to, Back to the Beach. Cool. Probably nineteen eighty six. Well, so I remember having radicchio primarily in in salads, and I think I did not like it as a kid. I thought it was inedibly bitter. Yeah, I don't think I had it as a kid. It, I, ju- it seemed mean, as vegetables go. <laughs> like it just there, seemed like it had an agenda that was aggressive. What are some of the other meanest vegetables? Artichokes, oh, I think. Artichokes are real mean. I think that um, curly escarole is kind of mean, just okay. in texture. But not uncurly not, escarole. Not uncurly escarole. No, I think that is quite docile. <laughs> okay. How about frise? It looks like it's got little stabby fingers. I think frise seems mean, but it's actually kind of a It's a gentle kitten. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a sheep in wolf's wolf's I mean wolf's clothing. Wolf. <laughs> what about you? When did you first have radicchio or what, walk us down your memory lane of line with radicchio? I'm going to say it was probably in the 90s, probably the late 90s. Yeah. It seems the, like it was the rise of northern Italian food. Yeah, it seems like the sort of thing that I would have tried only only after becoming an adult. Yeah, and, and I and, think there are plenty of adults who still don't want to eat it. I mean, it is seriously bitter, but it's really good. I like it. I like it too. 
while we're talking here, I'm going to peel off this outer leaf yeah, and please di- do. discard it. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going to taste some. Yeah, I didn't uh, I didn't cook anything. There's just a head of radicchio sitting between us. It's so bitter. I know that like, you know, uh, bitter things or, or the bitter flavor often sort of wards us off of foods because it's like poison, poison, poison. Mm-hmm. This does kind of taste like poison. I say every rose has its thorn. I'm once bitten, twice shy. Was that poison? I don't think so. Um, that was great white. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> can I name another song by oh, Poison? You know I what, had... though? You know what? The white part. Mm-hmm. The ribs. The ribs, I think, are a little sweeter. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you, are you getting that, too? I think I, I am, and I think that makes sense. Why do I say that? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I find this unpleasant to eat. I I wouldn't, like, go on and, like, devour the whole head, but I'm fine with it. Hmm. I mean, I I, I say it's unpleasant to eat, but then again, I'm just eating a plain leaf of it. Right. I'm sure if I put any vinaigrette on it, I'd Mm -hmm. be like, yeah, (laughs) yeah. That's just the sound you make whenever vinaigrette is applied to anything, right? Yeah, pretty much. So, like, what do you do with this stuff? Well, first of all, when I was, I was, you know, I, I did some research for this episode. As That's I, what you do with this as stuff. I, yeah, I research it. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I went online. I found, first of all, like in last week's New York Times, as of the time we were recording, re- recording this, there was a headline, Bittersweet Radicchio is at its peak now. Do they mean that seasonally or in terms of popularity? I don't know. That's a good question. <clears throat> or, or just like as a sexual peak. Um, <laughs> and and then I, I went on Serious Eats this morning, not even looking for information about radicchio. And there was a uh, uh, Daniel Gritzer had a radicchio risotto recipe that looked great, which which wow. I have done. Oh, that's does that involve like bacon or pancetta? It seems like that it certainly can. It seems yeah. like that kind of like um, nutty, salty, fatty flavor would be great with radicchio like like walnuts and radicchio that's like a yeah and i mean to me it it makes your risotto lurid in color yes which almost is like beets uh or, or like putting red wine in a risotto yes um any any of those things will make will make a uh, like a halloween risotto <laughs> like <laughs> i love how you just laughed at that you thought you were so clever hilarious <laughs> halloween risotto well boo you know <laughs> That's right. I was I was laughing because You're I was scared. So delighted yourself. Well, you know how there was always that one house on your street that, that would give out healthy stuff like risotto for Halloween, and you would just go up to there. You said go up and say trick or treat, and they bought a scoop and like ice cream scoops and risotto into your bag. And then like you know, then then they then when uh, when you were there a little later in the evening and the risotto got cold, they would make it an arancini. Oh they yeah, deep fry it. That was always pretty and great. So would, I would always trick or treat on the. With a, with a simple green salad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we are so dumb. Okay. So, I mean, like, radicchio is like, I, I feel like it, when you are like, oh, I, I, I need to buy some radicchio, it's like saying, like, I am a snob. Yeah. It's like but, synonymous with snobbery. And it still it still retains some of that, but I feel like in the same way that fennel does, it, it says, like, I'm kind of an out-of-date snob. Cause like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's like I'm gonna go buy some sun dried tomatoes and goat cheese. Right. So what? I mean, two two questions. Like, first of all, like you know, there are different shapes, different cultivars of radicchio, like the treviso mm-hmm. and the treviso is the sort of torpedo shape. Uh huh. And other ones. I, I 
I saw there was another one that's kind of like an overgrown treviso where the leaves sort of curl in on themselves. I'm doing a really great hand gesture that and you're then missing. Isn't Castelfranco a type of radicchio? It is. It that's looks like a very trendy, like lately. a speckled lettuce. Okay. Yeah, it's it's more green. It, it, well, it's it's almost entirely green and then has dark red, dark purple specks on it. Yeah, and it is much sweeter. Castelfranco, mm-hmm. I think of as being much sweeter than a typical sort of. Um, round head of radicchio that you'd buy at the average grocery store. I feel like we're homing in on some kind of scientific theory, which is that the red stuff is the bitter stuff, because we've we've now identified that the Castelfranco, which is not very red, is sweeter, and the mm. white parts of the red radicchio are sweeter. Maybe. If you're if you're a, a botany type, we're probably completely wrong about this. That we probably yeah. are, almost certainly. But it's a great theory, so let's write let's put it up on a website. <laughs> Today's episode of Spilled Milk is brought to you by Squarespace. Okay, everybody knows, you know, I know, that the listeners built a credenza. know. <laughs> no. <laughs> that uh, that Squarespace is the easiest, the most beautiful, the most convenient way to make a professional-looking website. So what say you and I, in the space of this one-minute ad, mm-hmm. uh, we come up with a million-dollar website idea. Some, oh, some revolutionary oh, oh. way to help people communicate oh, or be better oh. selves. Oh, I have an idea. Yep. Oh, oh, Twitter.com. Twitter.com. Not currently available, but could... <laughs> <laughs> certainly go out of business anytime and you could pick up the domain name. <laughs> great, great. And with Squarespace's award-winning templates, I can create a beautiful website with just the click of a mouse. How about like mollytwitter.com where it's, <laughs> it's like Twitter, but people can only get messages from you. So, And in the course of building mollytwitter.com, which would definitely be a, a major trademark violation. Yeah. <laughs> and so you should not do that. But if you did build that website and you needed assistance, you could rely on Squarespace's 24-7 customer support. It's like my own IT department, really. Yes. Yeah, yeah, for building my beautiful new website, mollytwitter.com. Right, yep. I mean, it's it's a big improvement over your former IT department, which was just your dog. <laughs> yeah, so, so uh, you can do as I did when I built mollytwitter.com, uh-huh. and you can start your free trial at Squarespace today. And if you enter the offer code SPILLED, you get 10% off your first purchase. Yeah, and if you go for a year, you can get a free domain name that isn't illegal. (laughs) Do it. Do we know what this type is called? This sort of globe? Like, I I keep wanting to call it globe because of, like, globe artichokes. No, but I bet we could look it up during the break. Yeah. It's beautiful, and and when I'm shopping for it, because despite what I just said about finding it unpleasant to eat, um, I I do purchase it, not in Just for, like, self-flagellation? Oh, yeah, pretty much. Well, no, I mean, I just... uh, I I think that it is unpleasant to eat with nothing on it. Okay, sure. Um, But anyway, um, I'm always looking for a nice tight head, smooth leaves... You don't want it to feel spongy. A nice tight head. I love a tight head. Um, what is the thing today? So, so we've got Castelfranco. That's definitely uh, trendy. Uh, so trendy. What What is a thing? <laughs> Everybody is talking about it. So are those Castel Vetrano olives? So trendy. Everything I'll take Castel. Your word for it. Yeah. Castel f- pastels also trendy. Faber Castel is that a kind of art supplies? Yeah, it is. Okay, it is. Yeah. Um, what is the thing today that would mark you as the same kind of, of snob as a, as a radicchio snob from like the 
eighties, nineties. Ooh, um, the thing that came to mind was pour over, but that might be it. Might be like too I, late for that. I think also like some of those um, more obscure it- Italian or like Mediterranean greens, like cardoons. Yes, Ooh, that is so snobby and so right now. Um, also, what is the um, spigiarello? That's another like is Italian like a, green. Yeah. Um, uh, th- then there's something else. Um, puntarelle. Oh, puntarelle. <laughs> that is so delicious and so snobby. When I asked you so this, trendy. I did not realize that all of your answers were going to be <laughs> other types of Italian greens, but that's great. Um, what else? There must be French things too. Everything French is so snobby. But I mean, France, French things haven't been like, like of the trendy. moment in a very long time, it seems like. Yeah. Um, are there like Asian foods that seem snobby? Oh yeah, like XO sauce was definitely oh, a thing yeah, for a that while. Was a thing. That's putting, so trendy. Uh, putting dashi in in non Japanese foods. Yes. Um, Gochujang. Yes, for sure. Trendy, okay. but this uh, it's funny because I don't think of these things as snobby. I just think of them as trendy. Yeah. Whereas whereas radicchio is like, let me put my snob hat on now. It's yes. made of radicchio leaves. <laughs> and it, but it looks great. Yeah. I mean, I, it looks I would, amazing with my complexion. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so uh, at some point we're going to look up what the what the round kind is called. Mm-hmm. So, um, what do you do with radicchio? Can I talk about what I do with I it? I would love that. So, most often I eat it in salads. Um, there's a salad that is based on so Balthazar um, has oh, yeah. has this salad that I think they just call the Balthazar salad. That sounds that right. I think it's got radicchio in it and endive, maybe some asparagus, all kinds of stuff. Anyway. Brandon made it for me early in our courtship, mm-hmm. and um, we sort of devised our own version of it that uh, our own version that I wrote about in my first book, and I think I just called it like a spring sliced salad or something. It's like it's a good name: sliced endive, radicchio, um, fennel, avocado, feta, and like a vinaigrette. It's super delicious. Would that- you say it's like eating a slice of spring? And uh, what else do I do with radicchio? Um, I uh, oh, at Delancey, we um, cut it into wedges and we uh, put olive oil and salt on it and roast it in the wood burning oven until it is you know soft enough to to cut. And then we dress it with kind of a, a version of a Caesar dressing. A very oh, that sounds good. Garlicky anchovy dressing. Put some crunchy breadcrumbs on top and preserved Meyer lemon and Parmesan. So it's like all the flavors of a Caesar salad, but on grill or on roasted radicchio. Yeah, I've definitely had it grilled. And I think I, I think I may have had the roasted one at, at Delancey. Yeah, giving giving it some high heat action like that, some like direct. I, I wrote about the roasted radicchio at Delancey for Bon Appetit magazine. Uh-huh. And we did it under the broiler. Maybe we could link to that. Yeah, yeah. I think we can. So uh, a while back, and I'm sure I'm sure I've mentioned this before, uh, there was this uh, vegetable sautés article in Fine Cooking magazine that I got mildly obsessed with. And I mean, really? I can think of nothing I would get less obsessed with than vegetable sautés. Well, I mean, open your mind because okay, will the rest follow? Yes, free your free your mind, and your vegetables will follow. Cool. Um, so what what this was was you you take a big skillet and you put some olive oil and butter in it and you throw like a couple of vegetables in in order so that they all end up uh, cooked at the same time. You use pretty high heat so you get some browning on hence them. Hence the sautéing. Hence the sautéing and uh, maybe like finish it with some lemon juice or herbs or something. And the my favorite one would involve um, fennel, uh, radicchio or another bitter green, red onion. And uh, 
maybe some parsley or lemon juice at the end. And you can you can mellow out radicchio. Like like an all radicchio saute, I agree, is too much for me. Like mm-hmm. I can't get more than a few bites into that. But if you mellow it out with almost anything else, like a sweet onion or mm. uh, a, a non-not-so-bitter green, like a chard, that's, that's a good combination. Oh, man. Or fennel. Um, I never have done this. You should. I mean, you... I, it, the the article was not called vegetable saute of the day, but that's what we started calling it at home because I like couldn't stop. I have oh, stopped. Oh, this sounds so great! Can we link to something about this on on the site? It's yeah, it's probably on the Fine Cooking website. We'll we'll take a look. Okay, Molly Stevens, who wrote the book all about braising, big fan of that book. Yeah. Molly Stevens, um, well, her idea for what she calls cream braised Brussels sprouts sure. sort of lit a fire under me for a little while. And I was playing around with using this technique on on a number of different vegetables. So, you know, she does um, cream braised Brussels sprouts. I did. I, I took wedges of green cabbage and did it that way. You know, you, you get some color on it in a skillet, add cream and let it cook till it's soft. Yeah. So I also tried that with radicchio, thinking, oh, man, the cream could really mellow the radicchio. Sounds and it would plausible. get really silky like cabbage does. However, I don't know, man. It was still so <laughs> bitter. I don't recommend it. Okay. There um, you go. <laughs> I, yeah, I think you gotta you gotta mellow it out with with some other some other kind of bulk. You've got to sort of dilute it. You gotta you gotta dilute it. It has to it has to make its presence known, but not not like become a hat for your mouth. Well, <laughs> I think about it like I feel like I've seen recipes for pasta with sausage radicchio and cubed butternut squash. That sounds awesome. Things like that, where you're taking like. Um, a fatty, meaty flavor and a sweet vegetal flavor, and, and then this sort of like bite of radicchio. That sounds like it would work really well. That sounds great, right? Yeah, and I like. Or I maybe like it the, was pancetta or something instead of sausage. Sure, either one. Uh, I like the texture it gets when you when you saute it, especially um, that it's still it's still got a little bit of crunch to it. Mm-hmm. Um, like I guess crisp tender maybe is the word I'm looking for, but I think of that as more like a carrot or green bean kind of thing. Hey, do you call it radicchio or radicchio? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> I need to buy some radicchio. I feel like I'm oh, so close to that. it. I never say I, that. I say radicchio, but I that's, say radicchio. it's not really any more authentically Italian than radicchio, I don't think. I think so. What oh, I mean, a little bit, but it's still like with a thick American accent. For real. Yeah, that makes Let's sense. Let's be real for once. Um, when Before we sat down to tape this show and you went to go get the radicchio out of the fridge, you said, I'm going to go get the radic. And I was like, that is going to be radic. And I was so proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. I just had to recreate it here on tape. Anything else that we do with radicchio? Have you done a risotto, like that serious eats recipe that. you mentioned? Yes. I, I have not done it recently because I think my daughter wouldn't eat it yeah but i don't know she's she's been a little more adventurous uh recently like like request she she recently don't let her listen to this episode whatever you do don't come over to my house and play this episode for my kid but she recently um requested and ate some spinach on her bibimbap which if you if you know her that's a big deal is not normal um hey so on a recent episode we got talking about like um, blue cheese and like blue cheese cream sauces and stuff. I don't remember what episode this was, but it occurs to me if you were going to make a radicchio risotto, it would be good with blue cheese. That sounds really top, good, right? I feel yeah. like I feel like these these bitter, crunchy greens are really really nice with 
a blue cheese. You know what I really like uh, presentation wise? What? Um, is is to put like a thin slice of blue cheese like on top of a bowl of risotto that you can then kind of easily break up I've with never your spoon. Done that. It looks so good. I need to come eat at your house more often. Oh, my plating is just off the hook. <laughs> it's really not. I just want to point out as well that we have spent so much time talking about food in this episode. I am, I am and I, I'm actually kind of upset. I'm sort of learning things. It's weird. Um, I'm not used to this. Okay, let's let's promise the people that uh, that on the next episode, whatever the topic is, we'll never talk about it. Yeah, let's let's get back to the way this show is. Yeah, so like, and this episode is about lime juice, so like... Hey, let's talk about French kissing! Yeah, I once rode a horse! (laughs) (laughs) And you can learn all about it at (laughs) MatthewJumpHorse.com! That's my favorite of our Squarespace episodes. I wonder wonder if any of our listeners... I mean, our our Squarespace ads. uh, And and this episode is about Squarespace. Um, (laughs) Wow, if Squarespace doesn't have any ads on this episode, they just got one for free. Woohoo! Uh, Enjoy Squarespace. I wonder if any of our listeners has already registered MatthewJumpHorse.com. <laughs> didn't so? Didn't we also talk about like InvisibleCowboy.com or oh, something? Oh, that was and... the Mexican junk food episode. Oh, cool. I don't know. I I think when we checked, that was available, and I was really amazed. And then later, I was like, Why was I amazed at that? I don't, I don't know. know. Okay, uh, you can find us online at InvisibleCowboyJumpHorse.com. <laughs> Um, and <laughs> where we'll post a whole bunch of recipes and links to stuff about radicchio. Um, and uh, we'll also we'll uh, also post that stuff at spilledmilkpodcast.com <laughs> because that's a real website. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like uh, a risotto recipe from Serious Eats and probably that New York Times article about how radicchio is a thing. How it's ridiculous. <laughs> Sorry, you, you knew that. How do you happen. feel about the word redonkulous? Because I think it's pretty funny. I don't feel good about it. I, I, I don't feel good about it, but I sometimes say it anyway just to see people squirm. I, you can also find us on facebook.com slash spilled milk podcast. What makes you squirm? <laughs> like a worm. <laughs> is or this like another, the tail of a sperm. Is, I was going to say, is this another Daniel Tiger song? But I, I think I just figured out it's not. But I don't know. I mean, it's the facts of life. Yeah. You take the good, you, you take, take the bad, bad you, you take them both, and, and there you have, have the facts of life. life. The, the facts of life. life. There's a time you gotta go and show you're growing. Now you know about the, the facts, facts of life. life. The, the facts, facts of life. life. God, Joe was so hot. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think I now remember which one she was. Yeah, the one in the leather jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was great. They were all were. Yeah. Um, they I, were all. They we, were all pretty great, weren't they? They, they were. They were some some great. <laughs> Young women. Um, can, we, can we like mention now for maybe the fifth time on the show that the main thing I remember from the facts of life was I the, ep- know. the episode. <laughs> I'm going to have the I'm episode ahead. where Blair gets her allowance or whatever. Do you remember how much it was? Ten thousand dollars. Is that a month? A month. Yeah. Because <laughs> someone says ten thousand dollars a year, and she says a month. That. Is so much money now. That's why it was funny. It would have been an astronomical amount of money in the 80s. Yeah, almost almost too much. Almost, but not really. <laughs> um, I, I mean, but she was a rich girl, and she's gone too far. 
Um, but it, something's show mm, don't matter anyway. anyway. You can rely on your old and she did. You on the old man's money. She's a it's a bitch girl. Do 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 do. Did you do you remember like because this because I think that was one for me. But like, it won't get you too far. Get you too far. <laughs> did you have like a, a, a? Do you remember a specific time when you suddenly realized that there could be swearing in a song? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Like, can you think of any other so examples? So I had this babysitter. So around the time that the song Amadeus was out. Okay. I had this babysitter who um, who I thought was really, really cool. Because she was. But anyway, she told me that instead of saying, rock me, Amadeus, it said, fuck me, Amadeus. And I, I'm, I was like, mind blown. But that wasn't really in it the song. It wasn't really in the song. But I, I mean, the, it, I, I agree that that's great. But that was the first time I realized that like, there could be like dark stuff mm-hmm. going on that I I wasn't aware of. Yeah, when I was in when would this have been? Like middle school, I guess. Like we would pass around like uh two live crew and two short albums. I don't on know. Cassette. I, I didn't listen to either. Um like uh just like filthy, super filthy rap albums. Um and uh and I remember thinking like like a grown up recorded this album and like I thought this would be like only something a, a you know seventh grader would think is funny. Um, oh, and it was kind of nice because I was like, okay, like maybe maybe I don't have to give up being being, being gross me? and dorky when I'm an adult. And look, look at me look now. Look at you now. Look at me. Um, I mean, hopefully I'm not as misogynistic as those albums, but other than that, yeah. Uh, you can also find us on iTunes and leave us a review. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And until next time, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. Somebody say, hey, we want some puntarelle. <laughs> I'm Molly Weisenberg. <laughs> and I'm Matthew Amster Burton. We rolling. Yo. For a second there, I really felt like we might start rapping. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 